1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the rifleman radio show the rifleman radio show is sponsored by the Seed project which is a project started by the revolutionary war veterans association and with the object being to honor those men and women who came together on april 19 1775 in order to start a nation to form a uh, a more perfect union. <clears throat> Thanks for tuning in tonight.
3: We uh,
2: we had a great show last week with uh, Chris Knox from the Firearms Coalition. Uh, I really appreciated his insight, and, uh, and it was great to listen to him and his experiences. And he's agreed to come back on again uh, in January. <clears throat> so we'll have him back on the show in January. Uh we have a lot to uh talk about tonight. For some reason I still can't get the chat program to open. So hopefully it's uh hopefully it's open for the rest of you guys and it's just me that can't uh can't see it. They said I need to upgrade uh to my flash player and I did. But it's still not opening. So <clears throat> I'll have to leave it to you guys in the uh in the online chat room, the instructors and stuff in there too. Uh ride herd on the show from there. Uh, unless I get my program to open. We have a huge number of shoots coming up uh this month. A lot of shoots and uh several uh Instructional camps. <clears throat> so to get the schedule started here, we have College Station, College Station, Texas, November 7th and 8th. Hernando County, Florida, November 7th and 8th. These these are all the weekend of the 7th and 8th. Maynardville, Tennessee, Miamisburg, Ohio, Ottawa, Illinois, Pittsburgh, Kansas, Ridgecrest, California, Salisaw, Oklahoma, Socorro, New Mexico, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Now, also uh, that weekend, starting on the 8th, <clears throat> will be the beginning of the Davila, Texas, and uh, Pyro, California rifleman boot camps. The rifleman's boot camps are very important uh, instructional courses that we offer. What happens in a rifleman's boot camp, it's uh, eight days of very intense rifle marksmanship coupled with instruction on how to become an instructor. We're going to teach you how to teach other folks at Appleseeds. We're going to teach you to become an instructor for the Appleseeds. You'll have five days of rifle marksmanship and and instructional training, and then uh, also included in that five days will be, uh, actually six days, will be known distance shooting, where you'll shoot at actual distance, and then also a mock apple seed, where you'll be practicing how to run an apple seed. And then at the end of the week, on the the weekend that butts up against the uh, Roslin boot camp, will be an actual apple seed. And the folks who attend the apple seed will then be the instructors. Uh, who attend the Roslin boot camp will be the instructors for the apple seed. I wish that there was a way that every instructor could attend a Rosman's boot camp once a year. It's a very important uh, instructional course, and uh, and it's a way to get on the fast track to becoming an instructor. Otherwise, you have uh, you'll have some the IBCs, which are good. But they're either two- or three-day uh, instructor boot camps, and then you'll have a, a, the break of a week, and then you'll have the Appleseed the following weekend. Or you can just start doing it by <clears throat> going to an Appleseed, attending a, a, a an Appleseed, shooting to rifle and Standards, and then requesting to become an instructor. And then you can start uh, learning to instruct by attending Appleseeds, and learning to instruct at the apple seeds while you're while you are actually instructing while you're an in, uh, instructor in training <clears throat> now all of these courses have the same ending and that's with you becoming a full-fledged red hat instructor but the Rosslands boot camp the 8-day boot camp is the quickest way to get it uh, all the information front loaded in there along with the actual distance and uh, it's in eight days it will change your life. So, if you happen to have the time and uh, if you want to attend, there's one in California and one in Davila, Texas, starting this coming weekend on Sunday. <clears throat> All right, for the weekend of the uh, November 14th and 15th, we begin with Augusta, Georgia. Bates City, Missouri, Boulder City, Nevada, DeVilla, Texas, that's the one that I told you about that uh, follows the rifleman's Boot Camp, Fallon, Nevada, Glen Helen, California, Hartford, Connecticut, Harvard, Massachusetts, Las Cruces, New Mexico, Lexington, Kentucky, Piru, California, as I said, that's the one that follows the the Rifleman's boot camp that starts next weekend. Rama, Colorado, Spearfish, South Dakota, Stinson, West Virginia, Tocoa, Georgia, Yanceyville, North Carolina, and that will close out the November 14th, 15th weekend and start up with the November 21st and 22nd, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Lemoore, California, Manheim, Pennsylvania, Midland, Texas, Ramsar, North Carolina. And that will close out the November 21st, 22nd weekend. And then uh, to begin the 28th and 29th weekend of November, we have Buckeye, Arizona, El Paso Community College, college in uh, El Paso, Texas. That's the uh, El Paso... Law Enforcement Center, Indoor Range, November 28th and 29th, Uh, Lewiston, Idaho, November 28th and 29th, Mayaka, Florida, and Riley, Indiana. And then we'll begin the first weekend of December, the 5th and 6th, with Mechanicsville, Virginia. All right. Now, where am I reading this, and how would you go about getting uh, this information? I'll tell you what you do. You go to AppleseedInfo.org. Look up in the top left-hand corner. You'll see a tab that says Appleseed. Click on that tab that uh, will drop down a menu. Scan down the menu to get to Schedule. You click on Schedule, and that'll take you to the page I just read from. That'll show the rest of the events for this year. And uh, they'll be listed by the city, the state, and the date. Now, once you've decided on a location, on a uh, city, state, and date, there'll be two hot links to the right of that. One says Information. That'll be Information. Uh, that will apply to that shoot, such as location, location uh, any special information uh, pertinent to that particular shoot. And then to the right of that will be register. Now, it's very important that you register for the shoots, if at all possible. If you know that you're going to go to a shoot, please pre register uh, by following the links I just described. Uh, Click on Register, and that'll take you to our registration page. It's a third-party software, Eventbrite, and register, pre-register for the event. That does two things: one, it ensures that you have a place in the line, so that whenever you get to the shoot, uh, you won't be, uh, you won't meet up with the sad fate of uh, of the shoot being sold out or not having enough room in the line, etc. Two It helps us understand uh, where we need to send people, how many people we need to send, how much uh, gear that we need to send for them, uh, how many people need plane tickets, how many hotels, uh, how many packages need to be shipped, etc. This is a a lot of shoots going on around the nation. There's a lot of packages crisscrossing the country, a lot of instructors crisscrossing the country. And you'll make it a lot easier on us if you'll let us know ahead of time that you're coming. Also, there have been several occasions where uh, where a shoot has sold out. <clears throat> because so many people were pre-registering, we dug around until we found some extra line. Uh, I think on one occasion it was uh, uh, at the same uh, range. And on another occasion, we went ahead and uh, and got some uh, secured some additional line at a... Uh, At another range that was nearby. If we can do that, we will certainly do that. But I tell you, that will never happen if we don't know that we need to do it. And in order for us to know, we need you to pre-register. So if you're thinking about coming to an event, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's the home page. On the home page, look on the upper left-hand corner. You'll see a tab that says Appleseed. Click on that. You get a drop down menu. On the drop down menu, click on schedule. Then, uh, once you get to the schedule page, just uh, scan down the line until you find the city and the date where you'd like to attend. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> what we're talking about tonight is. How did the founding fathers ever manage to do what they did? How did they manage to write the documents, to generate the documents uh, that they did without them being completely filled up with I's? Uh, What made them write we the people? And why not uh, I the person? How is it that we've come so far now, the individual is more important than the tribe, more important than the nation, that the, the rights are much less important than the wrongs. A lot of it has to do with ego. Uh, Webster's defines uh, ego as the, the self of an individual person, the conscious subject. And what does that mean, your ego? Your ego is a mirror of you. It's not actually who you are, but it's how you see yourself. You know, when we talk about folks coming into the program, one of the things that uh, that we always say is, leave your ego at the door, and that's not a cliché. I mean, we actually mean that. We mean, leave your ego at the door. The, the ego is nowhere near as important as the mission. Now, I've heard people before in the program say, well, if I can't do such and such, if I can't do such and such, then I'm done. I'm out of this thing. In those cases, that person's individual needs are greater than the mission. And uh, I don't know about you, but the, the mission of safeguarding the rights and freedoms for myself first and my family, and then for the people in the rest of the nation, that's a pretty important Piece of work. That's a very important mission. So it follows that almost everything else, almost uh, all of my own uh, needs and gratifications, would be subjugated to to that mission. Uh, I want to save the nation, but I'm too cold. Or I want to save the nation, but I'm I'm too I'm too tired or I want to save the nation, but I'm too hungry now when I put it that way, it seems uh it seems very silly i mean it seems like uh like I'm being awfully uh uh, you know, uh I'm being awfully petty. About my needs. On the one hand, I've got uh, uh, that I'm hungry and I could really use uh, a sandwich. On the other hand, I have uh, the needs of the nation. And which one weighs more? And there are, uh, I can't tell tell you how many times we've spoken about uh, the fact that in many uh, many places of the United States... Uh, There are many people who would say, uh, listen, I'd like to get involved with the program, but uh, uh, I'm not going to do anything that's going to take away from my NASCAR or from my World Wrestling Federation uh, or from my, uh, you name, you fill in the blank." Because that is their their needs, their wants, their own personal uh needs. And yet those individual uh needs don't bring anything to the table uh, when you begin to talk about safeguarding the rights of the and the freedoms of the nation as a whole. So when we say leaving your ego at the door is part of the C program, that's exactly what we mean. you got to leave your ego at the door. Uh, there have been uh, cases uh, recently where uh, folks have... Uh, and I'm not talking about uh appleseed instructors because I hope this would uh I hope this would never happen with the appleseed instructors. But cases where folks have uh <clears throat> rather than uh, you'll see it in politicians uh around the world, in the United States and everywhere else, who uh, become so uh, immersed in their needs, in their pride, in their ego, uh, that you actually see fistfights breaking out on the floor. Uh, And what does that do? How does that move anything forward? How would that, were that to happen uh, at an apple seed, how would that move the program forward? How would that save the nation? you know sometimes people get their feelings hurt uh, if they think that someone uh says something to them online and I'm telling you <clears throat> that uh the forums, emails, etc are some of the absolute worst ways uh to get across ideas because uh, it's almost guaranteed that something is going to be misread or misunderstood. Uh, So anytime you're reading something online or you are uh, uh, participating in some online discussion, uh, you're going to need to keep that in mind, that uh, just because you read something and you think it's uh, something a certain way, that doesn't make it so. Uh, one of the things I found that uh, I do when I get ready to post something online is uh, I'll read whatever the uh, the post is, and then I'll write out my reply, and then instead of uh, hitting submit, uh, I'll wait uh, a few minutes. And uh, then I'll go back and read it and see if that's what uh, I really want to do. That's really what I want to uh, reply with. <clears throat> because I want to make sure that the message uh, that I'm uh, attempting to send out is one that I want to send out and not just uh, some type of reaction uh, that I'm having. Because it's very easy to let uh, your ego... Uh get in the way of what you really wanna say and what you really wanna do. <clears throat> I'm still trying to get the chat program to open up uh I saw someone had called a little bit earlier and uh it was area code six one five and uh if you'd like to call in, please do so. Uh, I'd like to uh, hear some of you, some of your opinions on this. It's the uh, the call-in number is 347-308-8790. Once again, that's 347-308-8790. And uh, you'll have to call in, and, uh, and we can discuss this, because... <clears throat> One of the things that uh, can easily bring about the death of any program, any group, and uh, quite often does, is when people let pride uh, get between them and the mission. I mean, you will see this in uh, group after group after group. If it's not apathy that kills them, then I would say uh, the most likely cause is going to be pride. Someone getting their feelings hurt. Someone uh, not getting uh, some promotion that uh, they thought they deserved. Uh, Someone not getting uh, uh, some of the accolades uh, or the pass on the back that they think they deserve. Pats on the back are good. Uh, recognition of your work is good, <clears throat> but uh, it's not absolutely necessary to accomplish the mission. Uh, I know at times that I get uh, mm, not uh, not down, but I, I sometimes I think I get run down, and uh, that's when I'm doing uh, 25 or 30 or 50 things at once. And someone will say, Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you why don't you do this? If you would do this and such and such, uh you know, maybe we could get uh some more happening over here. And uh, sometimes it's a good idea and sometimes it's completely off the wall. And uh <clears throat> and it's at those times that I just need to uh to be quiet for a second and think about what they said instead of uh Uh, immediately letting my my pride or my ego take the center stage and start yelling back at them, well, if you knew what I was doing, I've been doing such and such. I've been doing this. I've been doing these 25 or 30 things. What have you been doing? That's how a program begins to unravel. And that definitely would not fall under the title of living the life of a rifleman. A rifleman is much more than the, the score of two ten or above on the AQT. Uh, I tell folks at Appleseed that they getting the patch, scoring two ten or above and getting the patch is uh, it's not the end. It's actually only just the key. That's the key we give you to unlocking the door that leads to the the path, the journey of the rifleman. <clears throat> A rifleman is always, is always concerned and always uh, trying to better himself, his family, uh, his community, his state, his nation. He's always teaching. He's always leading. And by that, he, I mean he's leading by example. Uh, for instance, a uh, if a rifleman were at a uh, dinner, uh, at a camp dinner, and uh, there were a hundred people there, uh, if there were all riflemen at that dinner, and they'd only made food for 75 people... there would still be a spoonful of beans left in the pot. A rifleman wouldn't take the last uh, of the dish for himself. Uh, If riflemen were standing around listening to an instructor, no one would be talking but the instructor. Uh, A rifleman's life is filled with uh, thousands of those little things. Not just the big things, but thousands of those little things where a rifleman is leading by example every day. Every day of his life, he's trying to lead by example. He's trying to instruct, and at times the best instruction that you can give is by by acting like a rifleman when someone's watching you. Sometimes it's hard to do. Sometimes it's easy to do. Some sacrifices are easy, which makes them only borderline sacrifices, and some are very hard. And yet all are required for someone who's leading the life of a rifleman. A life of a rifleman isn't a 9-to-5 thing. It's a 24-hour, 7-day-a-week thing. If you'd like to call into the show, the number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. I'm looking for a. Uh, for a message that uh, Fred sent out on this and uh, and about the ego and I'm going to read it to you uh, really quickly here this is uh, a message sent out to everyone in the program there's no way you can't be happy to be part of this program not only saving a country but learning how to be a better and more effective person doing it as part of Appleseed. now let's ask a question why are you receiving this quaint little PM might it be because we in the program have a continuing uh need to work with uh, folks and emotions might be because wish as we might, checking your ego at the door, a subject to which we all agree we're we're better off doing, takes more than simply nodding your head in agreement. In fact, just this week, an uh, ego-driven apple seeder demonstrating all the defects of outside ego said three times, back when I had an ego problem. You may not know if you have it. If you work hard to get rid of it, you can never be sure if it won't come back. And with it, it might be hard to hit the target. That's the uh, analogy that's used with uh, the flinch buck and jerk on ball and dummy. So ego, like flinch, is likely to become a continual battle for some of us. And some of us will not believe we have it until we do the ball and dummy. Is on the firing line for flinch or right here and now for ego. And here's a uh, ball of dummy drill for ego. An easy test you can always carry with you and apply instantly to any situation where you believe you might be encountering ego. Like a flinch, ego can appear any time. Like a flinch, ego is a reaction to an occurrence. It's not a shot, but an encounter with a spoken word, a post, a p.m. Now, if you can read this message and hear the spoken word without emotional reaction, specifically without anger or sadness, then I think you can forget about ego as an issue. Like the hammer falling on the empty chamber, and no flinch, buck, or jerk, no momentary blink of the trigger eye. But if you read a post, a PM, or hear something, say hear someone say something, and an immediate anger comes over you. ...or an immediate repulsion which causes you to withdraw and not respond... ...well, I think you've just done the equivalent of a flinch. I think you've just shown that you have an ego problem. Anger, most of the times, means you'll respond. But, you will respond poorly. More than likely, simply fanning the exact flame which sets you off... ...which is the opposite of what you should want to do. And in other words you'll fire with a flinch, and you're not likely to do your target any good when you add flinch to the six steps of firing the shot. Doing things with anger is the equivalent of letting yourself go, of putting ego before the mission, and it's never on mission. Like all never comments, there are narrow exceptions, to let your emotions drive you in making an everyday response to something. As is also always said, revenge is a dish best served cold. I believe that's a Klingon quote, i.e. without emotion when you have time to consider and weigh the consequences. Repulsion, repugnance, sadness leads to the opposite, which is the desire to put time and space between you and this uh, uh, ugly post, PM, or spoken word. Close your eyes to ignore and thereby make the problem go away. But sad to say, it's not going to go anywhere. So, all of us in the program are familiar with the truth. Do nothing, badness wins out. All it takes for evil to win is for good men to do nothing. And doing nothing is out, in this program at least. Ego is so prevalent amongst us and so mission-disrupting that we have to nip it wherever and whenever it sticks its ugly head up. So you, you'll have to speak up. You'll have to be a peacemaker. you have to remind people we're all in this together because we want to be and that what is happening is destructive and disruptive to the mission. So why are you going on about all this, Fred? Because the ego has the potential to be, in the long run, a program destroyer. And in the short term, like every day, hinder, hinder and interfere with what is most important about this project, which is to work together as a team to accomplish a mission. Now, we can't do that if we're always fighting amongst ourselves. We can't do that if many of us in this program are on the outs with others in the program. We can't do this. We'll never be able to do this if any of us views other in the program as enemies. We will get along in this program because we have to. Now, if you can't sign on to that statement in blood and mean it, then you, my friend, have an ego problem. To you, mission is is not important as your own ego, your own feelings. And what a shame. After you've nodded your head right at the beginning, when you signed up for the program, that you understood about the need to check your ego at the door. And that is, indeed, the reason why we tell you that. Program destroying, mission harming. and You need no other reason to check that... Uh, Blank, blank, blank ego at the door. Now, let's get to the myth and tiff and the need to diss them permanently. <clears throat> you know what a tiff is, right? A, t- a non-positive encounter with someone else, which leads to words being spoken. Words which you don't like, which leads to the myth part, which is your personal emotional reaction. What you already know from the above is ego-driven and therefore is not really good. If you have a myth, look on that as a failure of the ball and dummy ego test. A red-hot, out-in-the-open, easy-to-spot case of ego. You do not, if you follow the check-ego-at-the-door rule, ever have a tiff in the program. And if you never have a tiff, then you will never have a myth. It's easier to distinguish the two. Take Two to TIFF, where there's a big me in myth. Two to TIFF, whereas there's a big me in myth. One more time, it takes two to TIFF, whereas there's a big me in myth. Okay, let's ask again why we're talking about this, because right now uh, the program is dealing with at least uh, two major TIFFs and really smaller tiffs, each with multiple myths. And uh, these are the ones that we know about. There's probably dozens of others that don't percolate up and down out into the open. We have to deal with them. When we could be working on the mission we have to deal
4: with ego issues. <clears throat> Folks, it's the equivalent of shooting yourself around.
2: And I've always said Self-inflicted pain is the worst there is because it's so unnecessary. While the miffed in the program will read this and probably not recognize themselves, the rest of you can be working on the ego problem. Make sure you really have checked it at the apple seed door. And keeping the ego, b right there in your mind at all times, ready to trot it out and see if you have an ego problem. Anytime something is said and posted in posting this program you don't like, Instantly trot out the EBDT, which is the Ego Ball and Dummy Test, and apply it. You'll no doubt be surprised to find you have an ego problem. just like so many shooters are surprised to find they're blinking their eye during the firing line B&D. And that can be fun to do this, yes. You learn something about yourself you didn't know, and you should know. And yes, you will be a better person if you recognize the ego issue and master it. Then you can switch the focus from yourself, from your feelings, which are really pretty much irrelevant to the mission and much else in life uh, at the same time, back to the huge task of saving this nation. An army of apple seeders ignoring ego issues and focused on accomplishing the mission, unbeatable, unstoppable. Can we do it? Of course we can. But each and every one of you are gonna to have to help out not only by banning firing line flinches, but banning the TIFF and Miff and shutting up that ego so that if it gets out and it will, it gets out few and far. And when it does get out, you instantly recognize it. Corral it, back it up, lock the gate. And for the you may get a new rocker for your jacket, one which reads Ego Master. But you'll have to earn it. So, to review, ego is bad because every time it appears, it gets between you and the mission. Everyone is subject to ego at all times. Use the ego ball and dummy test to instantly detect if you're having an ego problem. A TIFF is a sure sign of one ego and likely sign of two egos at work. A myth is a sure sign of a personal ego problem which needs to be nipped in the bud. Now, you can't stand by the door and do nothing. We should all be peacemakers when, as needed, admonishing others to get back on, stay on mission, stay on message. A person who can master his ego really can master anything. And a person who can master anything is an absolutely, unbelievably powerful person, indeed. The mission, our mission, comes first. Now, if you don't believe that, then we need you to uh, re-examine your involvement in this program. We're not here to entertain you or your ego. You're here because you believe in the mission. An important part of this program is becoming a better person. Getting rid of your ego is a big step in becoming a better person. Another part of this program is helping others in it become better people. We're more effective working as a team and accomplishing the mission.
0: And it is
2: signed... Fred... The Helpful. <clears throat> I don't know, if maybe we should... Uh, if it should have been Fred... Uh, backslash Freud. Maybe we can... Uh, Maybe we can see how that name rings. Uh, Freud's M14 Stocks. It is very important. The mission comes first. There is nothing that comes before the mission. And as Fred said, if you don't believe that, then you need... ...to re-examine your involvement in this program. You need to think about why you're here. Are you here for you? Are you here so that you can... uh, ...so you can get a red hat and a uh, spiffy jacket... ...with a bunch of patches and rockers on it... ...and strut up and down in front of the the, uh, firing line... Uh, giving out uh, pearls of wisdom? Or are you here for the mission? Are you here for the mission, for the nation? Because those aren't the same things. Also, as he said, every one of us are guilty of this. And we are. That's why I'm saying you got to... You have to keep a tight rein on this, uh, as Fred was saying. You need to keep a you need to keep the uh the E B uh and D T E B and D T I believe it's called the ego ball and dummy test. Yeah, the E B D T uh, with you at all times. When the program asks you to check your ego at the door, that's exactly what we mean. Check your ego at the door. Uh, if you are an IIT two and you're supposed to be uh, an IIT three, you don't uh, you don't call the or, or message the. Uh, the instructor uh, coordinating this, uh, screaming and ranting at them because uh, your title isn't correct. Number one, you don't need a title to do the mission. Uh, They're nice to have, just like rockers and patches and everything else. But I don't need that to do the mission. Uh, You don't need a... uh, you don't need any specific colored hat to fulfill the mission of Appleseed. It can certainly be done hatless or jacketless. Uh, I'll try to make sure I would have at least a shirt and pants on to do the Appleseed mission. But other than that, uh, the the clothing part is is fairly optional. The title part is certainly optional. Uh, nobody has ever asked me for my credentials at Appleseed. Nobody has ever asked uh, for me to explain my title at Appleseed. Uh, I don't need to. Uh, uh, I am a uh, master instructor with the program, which doesn't carry its own specific hat, but. Uh, There've been uh, there've been times before when I've misplaced my hat and uh, uh I've had an orange hat handy and I can pop it on. I got no problems with that. Uh do you think that I care if somebody thinks that I'm an orange hat or a red hat or a green hat? I could care less. I don't need a title. Not to fulfill my mission. Well what do you know? <clears throat> the chat program just opened forty seven minutes plus fifteen so i can I can see you guys finally uh, thank you, all of you guys for uh for tuning in here to the online chat
3: <clears throat> uh,
2: I don't know if uh I don't know if it just opened or if uh, you guys have been in here for a while. As I said, it just opened up for me, and I can't really see how long it's been open. <clears throat> but thank you for all of you guys for uh, for working in the online chat room. <clears throat> we got a lot of the guys that, uh, that devote their Tuesday nights uh, to the program. They listen, but more importantly than that, they're in the online chat room. Uh, to kind of like to, to welcome the other people in, people who show up uh, off the street, as it were, and uh, share their information, share their experience, their knowledge about the program with them, uh, give them guidance. If somebody uh, has a question and uh, they don't feel like calling in, they can uh, go to the uh, the online scout. I mean the online uh, chat. <laughs> I was reading hi, scout uh and uh, the folks in the chat room can answer for them <clears throat> all right we have uh we have the call in number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero i'd like to uh i'd like to hear from some folks about the subject that we we're just talking about. Let me see. I'm going to look and see who we have in here, and uh, I'm just going to pick some of them out to call. Uh, okay, Sam, I see you in there. Hawk, uh, you're in there. Ed, Aromatic, Stacy's in there. Fun failure. Uh, tech, Spit, Stickler. Uh, so, some of you guys call in Road 68. Uh, some of you guys uh, call in. The number is 347-308-8790. Because I'd, like uh, I'd like for us to discuss this. Uh, we've got some more business that we need to talk about uh, near the end of the show. Uh, Sam... D and uh, Tech uh, are both in the chat room, and we're going to uh, the three of us and anybody else who uh, is care to be involved. We're going to talk about the uh, virtual muster night uh, near the end of the program, and uh, we're going to get that set up. Uh, we got to go on that, and uh, we're going to get that try and get that set up. Any of the state coordinators, we'd like for you to make sure that you stick around for that because we're going to need your help in putting this together, and then. We're actually going to turn it over to you uh, and use it as a uh, uh, as kind of a muster for the states to get you uh, some help, as it were. Uh, but before we get to, before we finish with that, <clears throat> uh, I want to finish talking about the the ego and uh, leading the life of a rifleman 24 hours a day for the folks in the program. And and, uh, we're not trying to say that the program is eaten up with ego, because it's not. But, uh, as I'm sure that uh, almost anyone, not just in this program, but anywhere, can attest to, is it only takes uh, one uh, rotten ego to uh, spoil the batch uh and uh and how to go about fixing it. Uh yeah, Ed, if you're wondering what uh, we were just talking about, we've got there's a post in the PM uh that Fred sent out about uh ego.
3: <clears throat>
2: and uh, if you're wondering why it got sent out, it's because uh uh anytime you have a program like this program that uh, First of all, we're mission-centered, and we're growing larger and larger. And we have tons uh, of passionate people. Uh, when you start talking about safeguarding the rights and freedoms of this nation and, uh, and the important mission that we're on, uh, then you attract people of passion. And when you attract uh, people of passion, when you, when you put uh, a bunch of folks who are very passionate about something together in a room, well, that's certainly a recipe uh, uh, for at least uh, minimal uh, friction because they are passionate about what they're doing, which is good. <clears throat> but not when it gets to the point that it interferes with the mission. The mission has to be the main thing. Uh, and we've all been guilty of it uh, to a degree. I don't care who you are. Uh, you, you've been guilty of it. Uh, if not in the last uh, five, the last year or, or two years or 10 years or 20 years, you were guilty of it uh, as a child because you didn't know any better. <clears throat> but now you're a man and you're a rifleman and uh, it's time for you to know better <clears throat> alright uh, we've got some of the folks who are calling in I'm going to take some callers on this <clears throat> ok area code uh, 208 you're on the air
5: yeah, hi. It's uh Pa Ra.
2: Hey, how you doing, Pa Ra? Good,
5: good, good, good. I couldn't get logged on to the uh the chat piece. For some reason it says my username was already being used, so uh but anyway well, I read you that try one.
2: and you try and uh, you you tried to log in and it said right. your name was already in use, probably because you had already tried to log in.
5: I guess, I don't know, I'll, I'll get it figured out, but uh, yeah, I read the uh, Fred's message Saturday night, and I was scratching my head thinking, hmm, wow, I wonder what that's about. And, well, let me uh, ask you this,
2: let me ask you this, in the spirit of uh, the EBDT, uh, and uh, t when you read the message, was there any type of immediate... Uh, uh, anger or, uh, or was there any type of withdrawal?
5: Uh, no, I just read it, uh, the whole entire thing. And I was, uh, kind of scratching my head and when it got to the end of it and, you know, if this isn't for you, it's probably for you. And I'm thinking, Holy crap. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, I certainly try, uh, uh, you know, before Appleseed and all the time, to not be uh, a person that that everything has to be about me, you know, because there's a lot of other people on the planet. And uh, um, I have a sign on my wall here that says, it talks about preaching the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Uh, And I try to, you know, live by that. So, uh, but as you were talking tonight, I was thinking that... um, um, you know, the the, the Appleseed program, when I first time I attended one of them, uh, I felt like there was a fire built in me that, you know, I tried in some ways to put out, I guess, but it just wouldn't go away. Because um, it was several years before I would actually, you know, even accepted a an orange hat. But what I've noticed recently, in, talking with other people who aren't involved necessarily in the program, they you know, come to shoots and whatever, you know, they're looking for something and they want something to do to make things better. And I feel like, you know, I have a real privilege to be able to try to build in them the fire that was built in me several years ago. And, you've hit you hit know, it you
2: hit the you hit the nail on the head, Pa, and that is <clears throat> The thing that sets us apart from every other program out there, all the other, uh, certainly all the rifle marksmanship programs, any of the uh, any of the other organizations, is that we have a message of hope, a message of hope right. that we believe in, and uh, right. and like you said, it, it, I don't think that that you're, well, let me rephrase that. Certainly, you're unique. Uh, you're a you know, a unique individual. But I think that that your experience coming in the program is not that unique. You know, I mean, I think right. that a lot of folks, you know, they you have a desire to help, and uh, and you have a desire to, uh, especially conservative folks, not to change things. And when you look at the problems facing the nation today, you have to make a choice. And the choice is either I continue on what I was doing, going down the same road, doing the same things, or I do something about it. I recognize and accept that there that there are problems uh, that need to be fixed. And as simple as that sounds, it's much more difficult to actually face that and do it because like you said, uh you know, deciding that there is a problem and that I'm part of the solution is a pretty—it's uh, a pretty serious decision to make. Because then you realize if—if—if if if it is a problem, if I realize that there are problems, and then I'm part of the solution, now I've got to do stuff. Now I've got to do things. I've got to take a chunk out of my life and uh, you know commit it to apple seed. <clears throat> and that's. Uh, and that is a sacrifice. That's a huge sacrifice. Uh, but it's an important one. But that's a problem I think that faces a lot of people, is if you if you recognize there's a problem, then you either have to immediately go back to the denial or you have to do something about it.
5: Yeah, I wonder, and I don't mean to get off topic here and stop me if I am, actually, but I wonder if it's just... Uh, a sense sometimes that we have not considered our, our um, oh gosh, I can't think of the word, our mortality. You know, I, you read about people in past centuries that by the age 30 had accomplished unbelievable things. And, you know, in our day and age, you know, we have all this stuff that will keep us alive, you know, and help us in antibiotics and whatever, and, Somehow, we never have to face our mortality and what really is important um, right.
2: and if you read uh, if you read the thoughts uh, from the the history uh, of the founding fathers, <clears throat> you'll find that they thought about that quite often, and they thought about not just themselves, but they thought about the folks who came before them. And those who would come after—they were important parts uh, of their of their thought process and of their lives—is the things that they were going to do for their posterity, for those who came after, and the things that they owed to those who had come before them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I think that that ties in uh, directly with us. Uh, I'm going to bring a uh, another caller on the line with us, Bob Rogers. Just hang tight.
5: Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh area code five seven five. Sam, is that you?
4: Yeah, it's me, Scout. Okay, what are you building tonight? Well, I'm not building anything tonight. I'm uh kicking back listening to the show, doing a little thinking and and uh you know I just heard uh I didn't catch your guest name. Uh uh-huh. Right, right. Talking about being part of the solution and uh, that that is an important commitment to make but I got to tell you that a more important commitment for me to make a more important admission that I had to make wasn't that I wanted to be part of the solution but that I was part of the problem I was part of the problem because I was sitting back there making that sofa dent I was denying And I didn't want to get involved. And then I just woke up one day and said, you know, we're going to stop being part of the problem. We're not just going to get involved. We're going to stop making it worse.
2: Right. Right. And like I said, that's kind of a – it's kind of, you know, at times for a lot of folks, a hard decision, you know. Uh, I think that uh, in addition to what Parra was uh, was mentioning about mortality, uh, you know, we've got – we don't have uh or at least it's allocated differently nowadays uh the amount of time that uh that you know you think about folks in earlier time periods having uh you think about today with uh the 24 hour work schedules and uh and emails and cell phones and on and on and on you know there are times when uh, when I absolutely dread clicking on the, uh, the button that says email because I don't want to open the program at times because if I do, uh, I'm going to see 75 to 175, uh, emails and PMs and stuff that I'm going to have to go through. And that takes a lot of time. And, uh, I have five daughters and, uh, there are football games. Uh, they're not playing football. They're cheerleaders, but there's uh, football games and, uh, and basketball games and volleyball games and uh, doctor's appointments and marriages and funerals and, uh, and bulldozers that have to be run and hay that has to be bailed and on and on and on and on and on. Now, up against that schedule, how am I going to fit in any time to save the nation? And the answer is... Uh, yeah, I don't really know, but you better figure it out because uh, the other thing that Parra was saying is that uh, – what he and I were discussing is that uh, when you think of your mortality, when you think of uh, of what you're, what you're going to leave behind, then you certainly want it to be in the plus column. You know, when I think about uh, leaving behind stuff for my family, for my daughters, I don't think about just uh, I mean, I think about the home, and the ranch. You know, I want to leave the ranch to my daughters. But what good is a ranch if it's floating on top of a dead country? And uh, I better fix that country. I better fix the nation, or do everything I can to so that uh, when that day does come, uh, when I'm facing my mortality, that I can say, wow, uh, I did everything I could. I did everything I could to, uh, to try and leave behind a better life for my posterity, a better life for those that came after. Uh, we're not asking folks. To stand in ranks and uh, face uh, 5,000 lead balls the size of walnut chunks or bigger, if you're talking about a 24-pounder full of grape shot, then you're talking about uh, uh, 36, uh, uh, you know, peach or uh, plum-sized chunks of lead hidden for you, uh, we're not asking folks to withstand the charge of uh, – 500 men with bayonets. That's all been done before. That was all done for us. Uh, We're not asking you to take up arms uh, in resistance or as a deterrent to your government. There's no need for that. That is the debt that we owe to the folks who stood together on April 19, 1775. They left us a nation. They left us a nation that was built so that we would never have to do that again. But that doesn't mean that we can just sit there and rest on their accomplishments, which is what we've been doing for a couple of hundred years. Because the system that they put in place was such a fantastic system that it's been running on autopilot for quite a while. But it's getting rusty, and it's uh, starting to wear down in places, and uh Stacy and I uh a month or two ago were discussing this and we talked about it uh, in a uh I believe he was using the automotive uh the car analogy and that uh you know the the, uh, the nation's got uh, 100,000 miles on it. It's a good car. It's a Cadillac. But it's got 100,000 miles on it now. You got to start paying attention. You got to start uh making sure the oil is changed, that the uh universal joints are greased uh that the uh, transmission fluid is good that you've changed uh, uh you know all the rest of the fluids in the in the nation <clears throat> it's going to take some care some preventive maintenance and care now and uh, and that's what we have got to do that's what each and every one of us uh is going to have to do to ensure that we don't lose uh the rights and freedoms that we have I'm going to bring another caller on to the line with us now. Uh,
0: area code 225, you're on the air. Hey, <clears throat> sorry, this is Rhodes. I've got a little bit of a cold tonight, but I did want to call in and say hi to you guys. Well, hey, Rhodes, how's it going? Well, you know, the weather's beautiful. I can't stand it. I want to be on the range every day. Uh, you know. We don't get this kind of weather for long, so we have to take it when you can get it. Where are you at? Mm, Louisiana.
2: Louisiana. Well, then I can understand. I'm, I'm your neighbor over here, and uh, uh, you guys. Most of the, uh, the weather, the weather patterns that have been running have been running from the uh, uh, southwest to the northeast. So everything that's pretty much crossed over me has eventually found its way into your front yard, and. Uh, We've had uh well, almost uh four weeks. After our seven years of drought and the uh the uh <laughs> hundred and fifty days of no rain, uh, we got uh almost four weeks now of rain and drizzle. We had uh almost nine inches in the last uh week.
0: Hey, I've been there done that.
4: So I've got tough.
2: hay hay laying on the ground that I cut when it was a sunny day and uh, I said I'll certainly I'll have time to bail this up, and uh, that was uh, seven days ago. Uh
0: oh, you're But it's it now. been
2: it's been sunny for uh, uh, now. The forecast, of course, said ten days of sunshine, ten days of glorious <laughs> sunshine, and uh, and then the next day they reneged and they pulled that all back down to uh, to three days. So now what I have
4: <laughs> is I have the. Uh, <laughs>
2: I have a Rifman's Boot Camp that's going to start on Sunday. And right now it shows uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday with 60% chance of rain. And then Friday with a 70% chance of rain. So uh, now I have to go out and I have to, uh, I have to build some type of a rain shelter uh, for the RBC guys so that we don't all uh, stand there looking like drowned cats uh, every single day. It ain't looking good for that hay. (laughs) Well, the hay, yeah, the hay looks great. It looks great standing there. Uh, But I need to get it cut and belled up before it gets frosted up. So that's my my race now. Well, listen, you've been listening to the uh, discussion. And uh, what can you add, uh, what is your two cents on uh, Uh, the the ego and the mission?
0: Well, I didn't see the PM. I checked. It didn't come through on mine, but, you know. Um, You know, everybody's going to have some part of this problem. I mean, ego is one of those things that it cuts both ways. You know, you want to do things that you yourself are going to be proud of. You know, kind of like your work ethic. You want to have that pride in yourself. On the other hand, when it cuts the other way is you start putting yourself first. And, uh, you know, that's a struggle everybody has to overcome. Um, hopefully overcome. You have to stay on it or it will get away. And um, when I started going to Appleseeds, you know, uh, I just was kind of, uh, I don't know, Uh, I was just struck how good uh, some of the people involved were. I mean, both on the range, uh, their knowledge, and their motivations. And, and really that has helped uh help me keep a proper attitude about this. I know I don't do enough. I try to do as much as I can. Um and hopefully we'll do more as it goes. So uh but I I appreciate it. It is a subject that has to be dealt with, no doubt.
2: Right. It's part of the part of the maintenance of the program in the same way that we're trying to Prepare and uh, and provide maintenance for the nation through the mission
3: and,
0: well uh, unfortunately, we live in a world where just ego is just so overblown and encouraged exactly uh, you see it, I mean you see it constantly and it's like it's put forth as a virtue to have this overblown ego, and so naturally people are going to struggle, especially when they realize it's misplaced.
2: Right. Uh, I'm afraid that if you had, uh, if you went out and got a person off the street uh, to write the Constitution today, uh, it might be written differently. Instead of saying we the people, it might be saying I the person. Uh, You know, people, as you said, uh, the I is encouraged. And uh, anytime you're dealing with someone or you're talking to someone, and. and you can count a dozen I's in the first uh, five or six sentences. Now, that's an indication right there that, uh, that there might be a problem. Uh, and how to do that, how to subjugate the I <clears throat> for the we, for the, uh, the betterment of the group. And sometimes it's hard. And as you said, the, our program isn't a program uh, that, uh, that is run by the meek. Uh, we are, uh, we try to, to stay humble, but at the same time, uh, the majority of folks in Appleseed are very passionate, and uh, and that's good, because it's, a, it's certainly a thing to be passionate about, which is safeguarding the freedoms and liberties that your nation has provided for you. But the other side of that is making sure that you have a good grip on the reins, ensuring uh, that you don't let the eye get out of control.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Said it better, not yet. Uh, that that was really all I had to contribute to it. I don't have a whole lot.
2: <laughs> well, stay on the line. Stay on the line. Here we're going to get. Uh, we're going to bring another call on the
1: line.
2: Area code eight one two. You're on the air.
1: I'm not sure if that's me or Hawk. Uh... It's no, Tech it's a, here.
2: Hey, Tech. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing pretty good.
2: Welcome to the show, and, uh... I, uh... I totally want you and Sandy... Actually, I would like everybody that's on the line, on on the air right now to stay on. <clears throat> and then, uh... If we got any other, uh... State coordinators that are listening, uh... We want to make sure that you stay with us, too, because, uh... We're going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to get Tech to chime in on his with his ideas about id, uh, uh, ego, and super ego, and uh, Freud's M14 stock, and uh, <laughs> then we're going to talk about.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know how far you want to take the question. Um,
3: uh,
1: ego hurt me bad. Uh, I left the program for about six months during the uh, during the bad time of ego that some of us had. And had to come back from it. Uh, and uh, as I wrote on the forum, you know, usually the person with the ego hurts themselves far more than they hurt anybody around them. Um, but uh, had to come back and had to mean it when I said I don't have an ego. And uh, and had to, to learn some important lessons about that. And remember that the mission is far more important than than any one person or any one little pet concern. Well... You
2: can't you can't mean it when you say you don't have an ego because well
1: mean, no way meaning I, I w- meaning that yeah exactly you're right
2: but you can what you can do is you can do your absolute very best at popping that like uh, like walking into a uh, a warm room uh you know in the winter you pop that jacket off and you hang it by the door uh you don't need it in the room there's a fireplace when you come into the program Pop that ego off. You're not going to need it with us. Uh, and it's only going to distract you from the mission. Uh, we value every single person. We value each and every one of the people who have sacrificed, in many cases, a, a huge amount uh, of time. As I was saying earlier today, uh, earlier in the uh, the program, actually just a few minutes ago, I guess, is, uh, is it time is one of the commodities uh, in our 21st century here that we don't have very much of it. It seems we've done everything we can to fill up every second of time. And so we become very jealous of anything that uh, attempts to extract some of that precious gold time from us. And uh, and it's hard, but we value each and every person uh, in the program. No one... Have something they can't contribute to the program. No one is, uh, unimportant. And no one is so important that the program can't function without them. Uh, even Fred would tell you that. The program, the program is not, or no person is so important to the program that the program can't survive without them. So that's something that uh that each of us needs to keep in our minds and uh, and everybody is going to struggle at times with uh, with ego and uh, early on and I'm I I am certainly going to put my name at the top of the list of folks to struggle with it because uh I have uh two problems <clears throat> one is that uh, uh at times it seems that uh that whenever i write something a post or a pm regardless of uh, how careful i uh, try to be uh will it uh, a lot of times it's taken the wrong way and uh, usually that's not because uh uh i'm trying to get somebody's goat or something usually it's just because uh, i would say 99.99% of the time it's because i've got to do 40 pms and uh and a lot of times I sacrifice uh, the pleasantries and stuff and just jump right in uh, to the meat of the the message. And so a lot of times that sounds uh, brusque or uh, like I'm like I'm dictating to people or like I'm uh, you know like I'm riding them hard. But I certainly never mean that. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get out all forty or fifty pms. <laughs> and then there's plenty of times whenever I read something that someone has written, and uh, I'll read it, and I'll think, well, look at all of that person. How dare they They say such and such or whatever they're saying. And I'm just, uh, well, I'm just offended. I'm offended by that, I tell you. I'm offended. And uh, that might be my first reaction. And uh, there are plenty of times when I'll get all the way to starting to write something out. And but it usually never goes more than the first sentence because by the time I get to type out the first sentence, I go, "What are you doing? How is this helping anything? You know, you got you got 29 more PMs to write, and you're wasting your time with this tomfoolery of thinking that you're going to you're going to set somebody in their place. To what end? To what end is this going to? How is this going to help the mission? And uh, and if it's dumb enough then I'll actually start laughing even if nobody else is around I'll actually start giggling like what an idiot and uh,
1: well I like to say that the phrase I have no ego can be said with your teeth gritted or it can be said while you're laughing yeah it can be said many different ways and many different times with many different meanings usually simply as a reminder
2: <laughs> right and and that's what we got to do because uh I believe you know I've met well, thousands of folks now on the line at Appleseeds, and, apple seeds and uh, good Lord, they're the best people America has to offer. I mean, absolutely the best, and uh, and I try and make sure that I keep that in my mind every time I'm reading a, a PM or or even talking to somebody, is that these are the best people in the nation, and. Uh, and that's where my heart should be. That's where my mind should be when I'm reading something or thinking about it, is that these are the best people in the nation and that they're trying to do their part uh, to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that my family enjoys also. And, uh, and that is the mission of Appleseed, and that's where we should be keeping our mind-centered and our heart-centered.
4: Well, it's important that we do that, Scout. We have to keep the mission as the the primary here. If you don't have an ego, there's something wrong with you. And if you ain't got a little fire in your belly and you can't get stirred up about something, there's something wrong with you. But you don't have to take it out on everybody else, and you don't have to make it about you.
2: That is exactly right, and... uh it's almost, uh, it's almost always going to be better if, uh, almost 100% of the time if you don't make it about you, uh, uh, try and make, and switch it around, try to make it about anything else but yourself, try and, uh, uh try and subjugate the I, try and imagine yourself, uh, writing the Constitution, and, uh. And if the first things that come to your mind is "I, the person, am upset about what just happened," then uh, then start over, start over, reboot yourself, and say, "We, the people, can get past this pretty dang easy," and uh, and it doesn't serve the mission, and so it's it's out. <clears throat> uh, I see Old Glory just checked in, and, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to tell her that I have not, uh, I checked again, uh, uh, earlier today, and I still have not, uh, got the, the audio from the Fort Stewart's Seeds. so, uh, if you sent those, if you could check and see, uh, if you could check on that and see, I have not received them yet. So, there's that. As soon as you, as soon as we get the, the audio put together for the, uh, for the Fort Stewart Apple Seed, we're going to put the show together for, uh, for that event. And we'll have uh, all of the instructors on. Uh, we're going to get uh, Santa Martha to help narrate for us. And we'll have all the instructors on. And uh, we'll play the audio and then have it uh, online narrated because uh, uh, it's an event that uh, that I wish that every apple cedar could have been to. And uh, we're going to do it as soon as we can. And then uh, we're also going to schedule it again. We'll either play a, another recording of it uh, or uh, or schedule another live appearance of it <clears throat> in uh, three months. Uh, because that will give Fred time to, uh, to get it in uh, Shotgun News. Because uh, we would like to get uh, as many listeners as we can for it. Because it was a... Extremely important event, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. (coughs) All right. Last week, uh, or let's see, it was a week before that, I believe, we were talking about uh, a couple of things. Uh, And I'm going to touch on uh, what we talked about this last week, too, with, uh, (coughs) with Chris Knox. One of the things that we talked about, and uh, Sam and uh, Tekris and I have been uh, working on, is the virtual muster night for uh, the Appleseed Forum. So, what we want to do is we want to have a virtual muster. We want to have everybody come on to the uh, uh, to the forum. And check in with their state coordinator, and uh, state coordinators, uh, hopefully, what we're going to try and do is talk to all the state coordinators and uh, get them to have a job list, job assignments ready to hand out to the folks when they show up. This probably should have been, uh, I guess, a secret part of the the proceedings because – we all know how damaging uh, a list of work can be to getting people to show up. Uh, we've seen that happen at work days, at the ranges, et cetera. So uh, you'll get more people to show up to the range if you say you're going to have a, a shoot than you will if you say you're going to have a range day. <clears throat> but this is what we're going to try and do. And uh, Sam and Tech and I are going to uh, work on this, but we also need uh, some of you uh, some of you folks to give us a hand with this, uh, I'm gonna I'm going to uh, pick out some names here that uh, that I don't recognize. Uh, that doesn't mean that you haven't been doing a lot already. It just means that uh, I don't recognize it. Uh, uh, Endpoint. Uh, I know that you've been on the show before. You've called in the show, I believe, and uh, Aromatic and a few of the other folks. Uh we can probably get them to uh to give us a hand. Uh, okay, Sam and uh, Tech, you guys uh, chime in with uh, with what you've been thinking about for the uh for the muster
4: Night.
1: Sam well, you want to go first?
4: Okay. The one thing that I would like to do is is uh hopefully have all the state coordinators Uh, pop on that chat for a minute and just say hi. Hey, I am here. Uh, Take a look at the board and see what we got going. And then if we could get the people to pop on their state board, uh, look and see what their state coordinator's been doing, and uh, maybe volunteer to take on one of them jobs and help them out a bit.
5: Okay. Tech? Okay.
4: Yeah, sounds
1: good. A couple ideas. You know, one is to uh to one half joking was to see if we could crash the server. The uh
3: <laughs> the second
1: was to uh to encourage the state coordinators to have a moment to uh you know meet some of their newest people. We've been growing so fast as a program that uh state coordinators, you know, know their shoot bosses and know, you know, their red hats, probably all of them and know their their orange hats, but maybe not all of them. And know their riflemen, quite likely not all of them if maybe there's a bunch of new ones. And a way for, you know, the states themselves and the state coordinators to take a moment around the the virtual campfire uh, or you know, on the muster field in front of the courthouse. You know, however, you want to imagine this, and uh, you know, take a moment to pause as we go into 2010. Get to know each other, take a look at the important things that are going on, and uh, sort of muster up for what comes next. Uh, also, just as a way for us to continue to clean our communication lines, we use the radio show and we use the forum as our primary communication tool, even more than email. And um, for such an important tool, some days, you know, the forum looks a little bit on the light side, to say the least. And this is a way to rededicate our use of the forum as, our, as one of our most important communication tools. But at the same time, uh, increasing our ability to communicate when the forum isn't there for one reason or another. If we're a week before a shoot and something happens to the forum, you know, for us still to be able to have the ability to communi- communicate, coordinate, and, and get moving so that we can make shoots happen. Uh, all of those things, uh, you know, can begin with a virtual muster on the forum, at the forum, you know, to make things happen.
2: You know, what I'd like is for the, and uh, from a, you know, personal uh, need for this too, is that uh, when the folks po- come on to the uh, uh or the virtual muster night. <clears throat> they meet their state coordinator or they say hi to them, etc. And they, everyone who checks in, the first thing you do is you uh, shoot your state coordinator a PM with all your contact info phone number, uh, email address, etc. So that uh, they get a good uh, uh, way to contact you besides the forum and uh, they get all your contact info so that they can grab you, get a hold of you when they need to. And then uh, what I'd like to see, too, is that we still have some states that don't have state coordinators. And uh, I think this would be a great chance, a great opportunity for those states, when they show up, to say, okay, uh, we're going to have an election right now, and uh, I I nominate so-and-so for state coordinator, and... uh, and then let's elect a state coordinator. Even if they, a person only agrees to serve uh, in the, uh, you know, interim until they get someone else. <clears throat> but let's get a state coordinator for for each of the states. Even if they only have uh, two people, then uh, then let's get one of them to become the state coordinator. Let's uh, let's get every state that uh, that we're having to give in to. Them, let's get them a state coordinator. What do you guys think about that?
4: Absolutely, I think that's great. Uh,
2: I see uh, is asking if it's is live chat a possibility on the forum. I don't know, but you know what I'll do is I'll find out uh, tomorrow about that. <clears throat> my uh, my brother-in-law is a member of the uh, the forum, and uh, uh, he's also a designer. Now, she uh, Eagle Scatter is also talking about IRC. Uh, IRC, boy, it's been uh, 10 years, I guess, since I've been on IRC. Uh, but that would certainly, uh, be a possibility, because I believe Eagle Scatter, didn't you guys have, uh, uh, a program up and running for, uh, that was either running for IRC or, or something that, uh, uh, Apple speak. I believe that was it. anyway uh yeah that's certainly uh a great possibility
1: i'm also uh, curious for uh those states that are already very active uh, uh on the forum and uh and in in the real world uh you know a little uh little interstate challenge uh you know this may be one as as california grows by leaps and bounds this uh this may be one of those uh, few last times us in Indiana have a chance to beat them out for activity before they, you know, become the size of the Russian army. Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that we were when when that uh, Sam and Tech and I were talking about was that for the uh, for the Seed month for the virtual muster night is that uh, you know each state comes on checks in with your state coordinator. The state coordinator takes a. Uh, uh, you know get the count of those members who have mustered uh on the courthouse that evening and uh and then at the end of the night they post them and then uh, whatever state has managed to muster the the most members then that state uh I'm going to try and talk RW into uh, running that up at the top uh, as an add on to the uh uh to the Apple sea title. You know, you the one you, the quote and stuff that you see right at the top. Uh when you first log on to the forum you'll see that uh, quote let me see if I want I'm gonna run back to it right here, but it's right up at the uh at the top. Have it say uh uh whatever state state uh, X uh virtual Muster Night champion with a total of uh, X number of members. And then that stays up there until uh until the next muster night. Uh, and these are just uh, these are some of the things that we've been talking about. Uh, we were also talking about giving uh, $10,000 to the state coordinator who had mustered the most people, too. Sam was putting the money up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so... You got obviously you haven't looked at my account lately. He's <laughs> gonna <laughs> write y'all a check.
3: <laughs>
2: so uh any of the guys any of the rest of the guys uh uh that are on that are on the phones now, if you've got anything to say about this, uh, uh you jump right in. Uh any of the folks that are on the chat, uh, jump in and uh and get your and you know, put your ideas out there for us. Uh Stacy, Funfailer, said that uh uh what he would like to do is uh have it uh uh like have uh ha- use this as an opportunity. Have uh when folks log on, they can see all of Appleseed, right? Instead of just seeing what they normally see or maybe even just uh instead of seeing what you used to see, that uh, we open up a uh, almost all of the boards to everybody. So, uh, say there's, to, you know, take an hour for where uh, the folks can look and see uh, all of the boards that are actually running, you know, uh, because there's a lot of them. Uh, when You know, whenever I look at the forum, uh, it's at least, uh, I would say... <laughs> six or seven, uh, or maybe eight screen pages to take me from the top of the Apple feed down to the, uh, uh, down to the list of topics. So there's a lot of actual boards that are running, a lot of jobs that are running, a lot of boards, uh, running. And, uh, uh this might be a great opportunity for, uh, for folks to take a look and see what is actually going on in the program. What is going all the work that's being done by the different boards. Uh Stacy says we could do all the state boards and uh, some of the working boards and the and the ones he says with the embarrassing photos. That's a great idea. <laughs> <clears throat> but there's a lot of boards and there is and it would give you it give folks a chance to see what is really uh these the scope of what the program is really dealing with, you know, uh uh there are a lot of different boards with folks working and uh, and uh, it'd be a great chance for folks to to take a look at that. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> okay, anybody else uh uh have any ideas of either for the uh like I said I I still like the idea of uh the folks uh logging on and uh, now i've talked to
3: uh
2: i've talked to several folks about uh about actually crashing the server uh, i'm thinking that we could actually run uh, if we we could we could probably get every single member uh to log in and i don't think it would uh i don't think it would crash the server i think we could probably uh get away with having every member logged in mm-hmm so uh however, I don't think that we'll have any pro- i don't think we have to worry uh about that. What we'd like to eventually do is run the number up to a thousand, but we'd like to do it in steps uh, I think that we have uh the December record where it was set was uh, <clears throat> uh i think three forty or so three fifty and uh, if we get uh, ten folks from each of the states, each of the states uh, set a goal to bring on 10 of their members, uh, you know, minimum, and uh, and then they'll push us up to uh, right around the 500 um, members online mark. Get them to... Uh, <clears throat> Get them to log in and go straight to the uh, state coordinators and when they do uh, they send the pm with their contact info, etc and then uh, uh, there'll be a list of jobs uh, that are needed very simple jobs, very easy jobs nothing uh, nothing uh, uh, nothing that's uh, going to weigh anybody down uh, but some like uh, maybe some five minute jobs and everybody grabs one, and, uh, and you know, gets to work on
4: it. Oh, the state coordinators have lots of those little ones like that, and uh, if people would uh, step in, take one of them five, ten-minute jobs, make a contact here, make a contact there, makes a big difference in what we do with all of our efforts, word of mouth is still what gets it through. One person contacting one other and letting them know. And if everybody just took one of those five-minute jobs, contacted one person, we'd be way ahead.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, now, and I've mentioned several times that uh, if uh, if each of the members, you know, we've got a listing of uh, almost 5,000 members now, Uh, Can you imagine what would happen if each of those members gave uh, 60 seconds a month? Uh, We could double uh, the promo. We could double uh, uh, most of what we're doing just by 60 seconds a month. So uh, five minutes is not a lot to ask somebody, a lot of time to ask somebody to donate. Uh, We can get some uh, very quick five-minute jobs, and that will help. It also helps uh, break people into the uh uh into the routine of uh of donating time and you know and helping to do some work and uh the jobs can be structured so that uh so that it's not a a, a thing of uh, send a, send someone an email something like that it would be uh okay here's job a and this is exactly how you do it and uh they can go down the uh the steps step 1 step 2 step 3 step 4 and then it's accomplished and it only takes 5 minutes and uh and it's all written out and ready to go <clears throat> get them to do that and then uh, if we can have 500 people donating uh, 5 minutes then uh, we've already we've already done, got a a huge amount of the uh uh of the actual things that are needed to be done uh the maintenance and stuff the uh the stuff we're needed to do during the month, a lot of that could be done uh with the two thousand five hundred minutes that were donated
1: <clears throat> in addition to the uh to the state coordinators being on. It sure would be uh nice to have those uh master instructors all on the board, yeah yeah, I think that's ask a great the, idea. Ask the master instructor
2: yeah, we'll have the master instructors on uh we'll have uh we can have uh, the steering committee uh, uh, folks on <clears throat> you got a question you want to ask somebody on as one of the master instructors uh somebody you want to ask uh on steering. If you have a question that you want to ask, uh, we'll get Fred on. I have a question you want to ask Fred. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure there'll be a limited number of answers he can give if uh, everybody runs straight to Fred and asks him a question. But well, uh, I don't,
1: I don't <laughs> think they get to ask him a question until they've checked in with their state coordinator.
2: That sounds good. That's right. Uh, how about checking with the state coordinator? Uh, grab your your five-minute task. And uh, sign off on it. I don't mean get it done. You don't have to get it done. Although, uh, if you're waiting, if you're queued up waiting to talk to uh, one of the other folks, there's certainly no reason you can't uh, multitask. <clears throat> but uh, sign in, send your PM, contact info, uh, touch base with your state coordinator, grab your task, and then uh, and then you can ask. Uh, then you can go and take a look at the uh, the rest of the forum and ask. Uh, uh, the master instructors or uh, the steering committee or Fred, a question that you need to ask.
1: It could even be a question you want to ask rather than need to ask.
2: Right, right, yeah. Right. Well, I imagine we won't, we won't have a lot of uh, a lot of rules about uh,
3: uh, questions and
2: stuff uh, for that evening. <laughs> also, it would probably be good to have a... Uh, uh, to have somewhere where like we could have a running tab of uh like which uh you know every uh uh every five or ten minutes uh maybe every ten minutes have uh uh the states uh post how many people they have logged in. So we got a running tab of of uh you know like a race uh with who has uh who has the most logged in and, uh, you know, how that's coming along. Uh, With the whole idea, of course, behind this is to get more folks onto the forum, and not because being on the forum or posting gets the job done, but because getting on the forum and reading uh, what's going on and uh, staying familiar with tasks that need to be done or issues that are coming up, that's important. Uh, you know, you were talking earlier about the forum being good for this or that and, and certainly bad for other things. And, and the majority of the things a forum is going to be bad for because <clears throat> uh, a forum is a big, unwieldy beast. And uh, it only has so many slots available whenever you log on to look and see what the subjects are, it's only going to have so many spots available. But the rest of the time you're going to have to go back through and see what you missed, you know, checking the uh, uh, the new posts and stuff that have come up. Uh, but that task will be easier if you log on more frequently, if you kind of check in on a more regular basis to find out what's going on. And that is made worthwhile by making sure that we have a steady stream uh of good information being posted. Not just the uh, idle chit <laughs> chat, but good information being posted. And uh anytime <clears throat> any time the that we that you generate uh something new, you know, new buzz, uh about the forum of, of Virtual muster night, and we'd like to uh, to keep this thing going. You know, to bust the current record, and then eventually, eventually, uh, to break the 1,000 uh, mark on a uh, one evening on a meeting, and uh, and to do it uh, in a fairly uh, rapid amount of time. So, <clears throat> so I'm really looking forward to this, and I think it's going to be a great chance uh, to to generate. Uh, some interest. One of the things I've noticed that uh, that the, the forum is not good for uh, making decisions quickly because you can make a post, you can ask questions, even the PMs and stuff. You can make a post, you can ask questions, and then you've got to wait forever for somebody to read it and make some other uh, answer to the question or uh, add their two bits on it. And uh, that can take weeks, and eventually it can just die. And uh, and you can get around that by having uh, all the folks there. And uh, and if everyone's there at once, uh, the actually the forum itself can be almost, at least on the thread that you're on, can be almost like a uh, like a live chat program. And if you can type type your question in, hit uh, submit, and uh, it gets posted, and uh, the person that's reading the thread refreshes and they can answer right then and there. You can actually get uh, uh, a good bit of work done, get uh, questions answered, and get uh, some work done in that time period. Okay, anybody else got some, uh, some ideas on this?
4: Not really, scout. I'd just like to encourage everybody to get their get their folks together and get them on and participate with it. Let's try to make the most of it that we can and get get our people back active and participating again and helping those state coordinators out. Uh, you know, we, we we make the effort and get ourselves energized.
2: Uh, one We've of got a that... lot of. One of the things that uh, i would uh, uh that I would advise for the stuff for the uh, state coordinators is that uh when they get everybody on on this night that we uh that we get them set up and get them familiarized with the uh, the ability to have the conference calls uh We've been using this uh, on steering and uh, on the uh, master instructor's board. And uh, once again, it's a good way to get things worked out, to get all the input that you can from everybody at once. It doesn't take that long. You can uh, get, it, get it all set up for a certain night, get everybody, as uh, many people as it can for that state, get them okay to with a certain night and time, and that everybody can call in and you can talk live uh with all the rest of the folks uh in the state get your ideas out uh put out your the, the things that you need or that you would like to uh uh that you would like for the state to do et cetera, and uh, you can actually get uh some business accomplished uh, right then and there uh, you can uh you can get things voted on you can uh, make uh, agreements to do stuff you can uh, get things worked out uh very easily uh, on the phone, much easier than you can by emails and PMs uh, in real time on the phone. So that might be another thing we'd like to do is get the uh get the state coordinators set up with uh the ability to start hosting conference
1: calls for their state. Keep in mind we those of us up north that are heading into the cold season and will have not a, an end to the apple seed season, but a little bit of a lull uh, between the couple shoots. Um, this is the time when uh, there's a lot of extra time and a lot of extra energy that, uh, instead of getting lulled back to our, uh, our couches in front of our televisions, there's a lot of work that can be done now uh, during, the, during the season that's a little bit quieter. Yeah. And this is a great way to prep for that time we're entering into.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, for especially, well, that's for everybody. You know, things kind of uh, slow down for as far as events uh in the winter. Well, now we're trying to make sure that that we shift those events from uh the uh, colder states to the southern states uh and try and take up the slack there, but uh there's a lot of uh There's a lot of holiday events and stuff uh, coming up. uh, So things in the uh, the November and December, uh, the beginning of January, uh, usually it's a fairly uh, slow period. But as you said, this is a perfect time for uh, states to be working out their battle plans uh, for the spring. Uh, Number one. Uh, all the states should uh ensure that uh that they have all their dates and locations uh locked in uh this month and uh, uh and that they start uh uh staffing them you know getting them staffed now uh so that there's uh, no uh last minute rushes uh in the spring coming up. get the events uh, set up now, get them staffed a lot of planning and stuff that they can do uh at this time of the year, November through uh through February and then uh, and use this time to work out the battle plans uh to set up uh some uh, IBCs to uh to recruit uh new instructors that they can.
1: Now's a great time for uh those instructors, red hats who are mentoring orange hats to uh to help them along their way towards their next PCs. Exactly.
2: Yeah, instructor refresher courses and state meetings. That's as uh, uh, Stacy is mentioning that, and that's exactly uh, what we need to uh, to be working on at that time. Especially the states that are in uh, that are shut down in downtime as far as being able to hold events. <clears throat> There's nothing to say that you can't. Uh, that a group of you can't get together around uh, the fire, a fireplace in the uh, the living room, and uh, work out, uh, uh, work through the refresher courses, hold IBCs, teach, uh, get the instructors ready uh, for this coming year. We got a lot of events this coming year, and uh, if we're going to do uh, the 200 events on April 19th, <clears throat> it's going to take a lot of instructors and. Uh, uh, and it's a short amount of time between now and April 19th. So so there there is no this is uh like the prep period uh, when you're on the firing line. This is your prep period. Uh don't waste it, you know. Use every second of your prep period.
1: <clears throat> it's interesting. We used to uh train the train the uh the young instructors the orange hats as sort of an on the job training and we're shifting into a training them both on the job but off the job so that when they come back on the job they're they're not doing more training they're starting to do tests instead right <clears throat> okay well listen
2: guys uh we're heading down to the end of the of the program uh, I'd like to thank everybody uh for coming in this evening. Uh thank the folks in the uh the online chat room. Uh and uh now let me ask this for you guys that were there, How, were you guys uh did the program open up at uh seven o'clock like it was supposed to? Yes it
1: did. Yeah okay. it was on at seven oh one. Okay. Uh then it was just it's just me for some reason
2: uh either my access to it uh from the uh, the the dashboard here or uh, or I or somehow I need to get a new upgrade for it because uh mine didn't open up until uh, I think almost 50 minutes into the program uh did you could you see me in the chat room or did I just show up uh, whenever it opened up for me,
1: you showed up when it opened up for you.
2: Okay. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to thank everybody uh, in the online chat. Everybody tuned in tonight, and uh, all the folks that uh, called in. Uh, thanks, and we would like to uh, we'd like to start getting the word out now about the virtual muster night that uh, that it's coming up uh Sam and Tech and I will uh will work on this and we'll get the date out for you in the next week. And uh and then all the state coordinators, uh, we'll get the word out to them at the same time. And then uh, we I guess we can we'll hammer out the the mechanics of it and then we'll hand it off to the state coordinators. <clears throat> so that will be coming in the next uh week. Uh I will keep looking for the audio from Fort Stewart. Uh, like I said, I checked today, and uh, as soon as we get the audio, we'll put that program together. And uh, we still are waiting uh, for uh, confirmation from several guests uh, in the next month, and uh, we'll let you know who those are as soon as uh, that they're confirmed and ready to go. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for showing up tonight. And uh, we will see you again on this next Tuesday. All right, Tech, Good Sam, uh, Rhodes, uh, all the rest of you guys, thanks for calling in, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Good, Good. Good night, everyone. Good night.